Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're talking week nine in the NFL, some of the good performances, bad performances. We're going to go through them all starting right now. Let's jump into this thing. Um, Talk about quarterbacks first, bring up quarterbacks and Top one of the week, Kyler Murray again. Just, just he's 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 really he's really good. His team lost, which that you know that was a disappointment. But I don't care about that. I care about fantasy. And twenty one to twenty six, two hundred eighty three yards, three touchdowns, ran the ball eleven times for one hundred six in the touchdown. I mean, he's this year's Lamar Jackson, like we kind of thought he could be. He's better than Lamar is this year. So it's it's um he's now the best running quarterback in the league at this point, isn't he? Lamar's just not been putting up those kind of numbers for us. So this is the best running quarterback we got. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. He's doing great. And I think the amount of touchdowns he's been able to get, uh, you know, rushing is really is what set him apart. And even with Lamar last year, he, he scored a lot. But I feel like this is a a different take on it. He does rush quite a bit, but like last year, Lamar had a lot more yards, but this year, I mean, he's averaging one touchdown a game rushing, you know, that's just rushing. There's only one game that he hasn't had a touchdown and that was week four. Um, So that alone, you know, we talk about rushing quarterbacks kind of, you know, having that, that really nice floor, Um, you know, this is what he's turned into and he's going to be battling for kind of the top spot. I mean, it's, it's anyone's guess if he's going to end number one, but after this week, he's definitely going to shoot up. He's already in the top five. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of fun to watch a, a young guy get this chance. And especially with his team, uh, you know, like when he can have this kind of performance, when he had a rushing touchdown over hundred yards, rushing three throwing, and you can still lose the game. You know, that right. will give you a lot of points as a QB mm-hmm. because you have to keep slinging. You have to keep running. You have to keep doing these things, you know, uh, so it'll be fun to watch him for the rest of the year. Yeah, and it's just uh, – it's been great to have him in fantasy. I'll say that. I've, I've enjoyed that. Next up was Josh Allen, who actually um, finally put up another good game like he was early on in the year. I think we talked about this – I think it was last week we talked about how he hadn't been putting up good performances. But, hey, here it is. Um, they go and beat – what, beat Seattle there. So good game for Buffalo. He threw for 415, three touchdowns, gets himself a rushing <laughs> touchdown. So – yeah, finally on the finally on the passing aspect too, because he he kind of busted out of a he wasn't terrible terrible, but I would call it a four game slump for someone that is yeah. considered a, a top ten top five quarterback. Uh, I mean, obviously he broke broke it wide open today. I mean, he did unbelievable. But the the weeks before, not so much, and to do it against Seattle as well is probably a good sign. How how do you feel? Obviously, you have Arizona, which we just you know, saw they, they were having difficulty stopping anyone at the moment. Yep. And then you have a bye. Is he still, and then you have San Fran, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England. He still has a tough matchup come playoff time. Do you still believe in him, even though this, you know, this huge output today, or are you still a little, a little hesitant to say, I'm going to rely on this guy for the, for the stretch. I don't like that week 14 game. I, that, that one does worry me yet, but I'll say Pittsburgh's not some shut down, you know, completely shut down teams. They didn't I mean they barely beat D- Dallas today. They, Dallas didn't score necessarily a lot of points. They maybe scored 18, but still, you know, it wasn't like they really shut them down very well with Garrett Gilbert there. So while I don't like the matchup for Allen, I'm, I don't 
it's it's not like it's not scary i would say anymore um the rest of them i'm not worried about san francisco at one point we might have been worried about it but not anymore so you know i, I don't i say i don't feel great about that week 14 game but unless i mean if you don't have a better option you can't get one in a trade which you probably won't i think you just gotta roll with it and hope for the best for that one, would you actually think about streaming another quarterback just for that one week? I mean, it, it comes playoff. I'm personally, I as much as I want to, I, I like to stick with the guys I have, right? And I know yeah. you're, you're I, very similar, but for that one, are you actually looking outside? Do you trust someone else that might have a good matchup that isn't, you know, that might be outside the top 10? I think it, it would be really tough to find that. I, I don't think I could. I think I'd just go with, I think I'd go with Josh Allen and hope for the best. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't see a way I'm doing it. No, no, I'll go with Allen. Uh, at this point today, I'll go with Allen. We'll see what happens. But other guys, uh, Patrick Mahomes, solid game. Rogers was good on Thursday night. Locke, you know, pretty solid game for Drew Locke there, which, you know, gets Atlanta though. I mean, I don't know if I put too much into it. But we we did bring him up as far as a streamer. Yeah. So that's good. And the yep. last two weeks he's done well. And this is coming off of that, you know, the injury that took him out from week three. To, uh, well, he had a bye as well, but three through five, he did not play. Uh, it took him a second to get back into it against New England. He had a terrible outing, but um, he, he's been back into it week eight and week nine here uh, in standard 25 on 26 and then 33. He's another one. Obviously, he's going to be out there. If people are hurting for for quarterback, um, how much do you actually believe in Drew Locke? Not a lot. I know he's had a couple, two good games, but um, I, I need to see a lot more than that. I, I'm not buying it really yet. I mean, we saw some of it last year too, but I've seen too much bad this year to put him in my lineup yet. Right. Well, and I was going to say, and speaking of not believing in it, uh, we can bring up Teddy Bridgewater now. He yeah. was next. He had a great game. Good for him um, against KC, but obviously very up and down this year. Yep. I, I don't put a lot of stock in it, but he might be a streamer. You know, it depends on, on matchups. Yeah, it's just, again, not something I don't yeah. want to play him too often. Um, some other games, I mean, Russell Wilson wasn't as good today. Uh, you know, he's still good, but his number he threw the two picks, which didn't help. But I do have to say, though, like as far as quarterbacks go, it does feel like a lot of quarterbacks did awfully well. Yeah, there really is a lot of a lot of good games, I mean, except, except when you go down to like Lamar and he only gets like 18. Yeah, uh, he got 18. I mean, when you're you're getting 18 points and that is like the bottom of the barrel, relatively yep. good week. Right. Because we usually well, I, I could say that, but eh, you have injuries and stuff down below. But yeah, I mean, that is kind of like near the bottom. Yeah, and, I mean. Ryan Tanhill as well, only 18, 19 points. He he did not perform that well. They didn't really need him all that much, but I'll say I most of your most of your starting options didn't hurt you this week. Didn't, it didn't really, no. really hurt you too bad, except Tom Brady in this game right now. Tom Brady, last I saw, he's still using the negatives. Yeah. So after a half. <laughs> not doing well. We'll find out. The other yeah. guy, Drew Brees, we're not even done with the game, and the guy's already creeping up that list i mean where is he mm -hmm. right now uh i don't know he's probably 15th or so because i think he has about 24 points already so right. yeah he yeah. started off with a bang so it's good to see him kind of get back on track i i you know i've been asking how how you feel about everyone drew Brees is someone that everyone is down on right he hasn't been getting it done this year it's been kind of 
up and down, even though the last few weeks has been fine. I mean, he's been, you know, I would say good, but not compared to like the top 10 guys. Do you think that, I mean, is he someone that you're just like, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm not going to, not going to waste well, my time. Trying no, to- I think he's going to, especially with Michael Thomas back now and playing San Francisco, which has been bad now two games against Atlanta. I like that too. I mean, that's, I think the schedule is decent for him here. Um, nothing, nothing that scares me off of him. So, you know, I, I think I, I would be okay with playing Drew Brees now with Michael Thomas there. It's kind of interesting too, because in the first five weeks, he was very up and down. He really only had one really good game. Uh, since he's gotten off the bye week seven, eight, nine, he has gone for nearly 28, 24. And t- well, tonight it will be over 24, I assume. So he has been really coming along. Like you said, now he's getting uh, his big weapon back. And on top of that, what you mentioned actually happens very quickly, right? So you're talking San Fran, and then you have Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta. So yeah. it does seem like it's going in the right direction for him. If if this is a, you know, getting back on track moment and not just a Tampa Bay is really sticking up the joint tonight, which we'll find yeah, out. Man, this is a weird game going on right now. <laughs> it is weird. All right. How about, how about running back here? Dalvin Cook leads the way again. Just another monster game from Cook. 206 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, 46 receiving. He is staking his claim for the best running back in the league. I mean, everyone else has gotten injured or fallen off, and Dalvin Cook has been putting up some monster numbers. I mean, he he was great before this, but the last two weeks, I mean, oh, my gosh. It's it's been ridiculous what he's doing. And, yeah, I mean, he's just (laughs) – He's good. He's really, he's really, really good right now. So good to see that from Dalvin Cook. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. So he comes back, but he he left the game with a shoulder injury that what is it? I don't know. So wait and see what that's going to be. Um, I know. And it, it's too bad because I wanted to say like the King returns, Delvin Cook, he's having these monster things. And then McCaffrey comes back and immediately scores a couple touchdowns, 27 points in standard. Uh, obviously if you're PPR more, uh, and you're kind of like, oh, wow, okay, picking up right where he left off. And then you have the unspecified injury, and now all owners are holding their breath again. Because, yeah. I mean, what a wild ride it is to have McCaffrey this year. Well, uh, I, I, mean, I traded him. I, I, you know, I mean, he did this, and I was kind of like, well, yeah, I'm glad I get the value for him. But maybe it was a blessing in disguise because if he gets hurt again. <laughs> but, yeah, that's about it, though, for the guys that really were, I mean, really good. Yeah. Those two were great. The rest, though, I mean, it's just kind of James Robinson was fine again. He's, I mean, he's number three right now. He he just gets it done, right? He just gets it done. He is, yeah. And we talked about him in in our what mid season awards, yeah. which was pretty late season still. But yeah. he is the biggest surprise of the year by far for me. Yeah, he's been he's been very good. I don't want to oversell it, but he's been very good. But even more than that, he's been consistent in a year where that is not the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, besides for someone like Delvin Cook, who you had to spend, you know, an arm and a leg to get James Robinson is ranked number five and he might jump up to number four as a running back, right. a guy that you got off the waivers. And every week, uh, I think only one week, week five, he hasn't gotten double digits. Actually, week one as well. He only scored nine in standard. But that is unbelievable production from a guy that was relatively unknown before the season. So that's good then, for him. Number four for the week, Kalen Balaj. Where did that come from? I don't know. I, I saw his name come up, and I was like, I don't even know what to say about this guy. Like, I, 
I'm not going to recommend him for waivers, but honestly, <laughs> no, just no. I did not. Wayne Gallman, too. He shows up here. Yep. Then it's Josh Jacobs gets himself a touchdown. Devontae Booker, though, the other other Raiders running back got himself a touchdown as well. Um, yeah, and a lot of just not great performances here. Zach Moss gets himself a touchdown off nine of 18 carries. But again, he's the goal line back. And because of that, Devin Singletary pulls off a two carry one yard game. I mean, that'd even, that's what happened. What I don't even want to talk about Singletary, Jeff. It's, I know it's hurting my heart after last game too. And they scored a lot of points. So I don't know. It's a, it's a strange one to, he, he's just not a player that you can depend on. And, no. and uh, the way that they're playing right now, I, I, I think, you know, at some point I just have to say I'm wrong about him. I, I don't think that, I, th- I think that he could be good somewhere. I, I don't, I'm not going to take that away because we've seen him in moments have, have his time in the sun, but uh, this team is not built that way. That is not how they win. They can put up big points without the running game. So, you know, I, I just not yep. what I thought Buffalo was going to be, but they're yep. good. Yeah, I'd say there's just not a lot of great performances this week. But how about like so Jonathan Taylor? Do the Colts just not believe in this guy now or something? Only six carries. Six carries for Jonathan Taylor and eleven for Jordan Wilkins. I mean, Wilkins didn't do anything with him, but Taylor only six carries. Like, what's going on there? I'm not I'm not completely off. Baltimore is still a good defense. Yeah. Uh, the the carries does worry me. I mean, I'm not going to say it's all rain, you know, sunshine rainbows. Um, at least he got the touchdown. I mean, in when in dark times when you're still getting red zone touches, you, you have to sigh a little bit of relief. And I'm hoping that they get back on track. But I am I do have some serious doubts about what is going on in Indianapolis because because the passing game is not doing very well, right? Rivers is I think he had that one monster game and then he he came plummeted back to earth. Uh, and if you can't do that, none of the running backs are getting open. It, I don't know. They just look a little worn down right now. And uh, I can't recommend Jonathan Taylor too heavily at the moment. Un- unfortunate. Um, Alfred Morris uh, outscored Zeke. So <laughs> Zeke, man, that is a, you know, speaking of someone that is disappointing, he's more, he was, he did worse than Jonathan Taylor today. I mean, mm-hmm. and to your point, I keep not wanting to sound the warning bell, but I mean, I I'm mean, there. I mean, how many, if four weeks in a row now, that they just and he has a plenty of touches. I mean, the last four weeks, and this is coincides very, you know, very much with Dak going out. Mm-hmm. But you have 12 carries, 12 carries, 19 carries, 18 carries, and you're just getting nothing. And you're not going for double digits in in uh fantasy. And besides for the week six against Arizona, he did catch eight balls for 31 yards, right? So if you're in a PPR that saved you that week. But the three weeks after that, only one catch, one catch, two catches. Like, mm-hmm. what do you make of Zeke? What do you do with him? Because, you know, I mean, well, truly, at least, it is, you're in kind of dangerous territory here. At least he's on a bye next week, so you don't have to think about it. Oh. <laughs> that is a very thin I, I, line. <laughs> I think you're just in a spot where you have to play him. Unless you have stacked your team with running backs, which I just don't think that's the case for most people. I think you just have to play him. and. Yeah, hope for the best, but it's going to be hard for him because his coach is a moron. So <laughs> back to this. All right. Another guy I do want to ask uh, Chase Edmonds, big hype. Obviously, uh, Cardinals scored a lot of points. He did not get in the end zone. 25 carries for 70 yards with three catches for 18. What do you make out of the 
I'll call it a lackluster performance for Chase. Yeah, Edmonds. I mean, I don't know what to make of it, actually. Um, a lot of a lot of work, a lot of volume, and he's done well before, but I mean, sometimes you see with guys that they do really great with limited work and then they get all this volume and they don't really put it together. And maybe that's the case. I don't, I, I don't know if that's the case of what happened here, but um, it's, yeah, I, I think he's a player though. As long as Drake's out, I'm going to play Chase Edmonds and not worry about it because he's just the guy completely there. And if you're going to get 20 carries, great. You know, I think you'll get a touchdown here at some point and he gets a touchdown in this game. And it's like, Oh yeah, one, there's one touchdown. He's the, he's number three back on the day. That's it. That's all it takes. All it would have taken with his numbers. Just one little yeah. one yard touchdown. And he's the you know number three back. So that could change real quick. So and uh the final guy for me, I just want to mention, but Derrick Henry, obviously usually yeah. very, very good. Didn't have a great game today. They gave him 21 carries. It wasn't that, but he only managed 68 yards of it. He did not make it into the end zone for the first time since week two. Um, so you know, I obviously you still believe in him, but disappointing for owners this week yep some other like uh, james connor only nine for 22 two points in standard not much there levy on bell if you were hoping for much from him four carries eight yards that's it so not not a lot going on there either just uh, it's a lot of disappointment today in, in the running backs how about wide receivers so wide receivers the top of the week right now in standard is actually richie james who played thursday night everyone saw that coming you know, after that, it gets a little more normal with the next two Tyreek and then Devante played Thursday as well. Tyreek solid nine for one thirteen, two touchdowns. Good game. Then you got DJ Chark who, well, there he is seven for one forty six and a touchdown. He's kind of, um, I know he's capable of this, but this is the first time he's really done it this year. So except for week four, I guess week four, he also, he had two touchdowns, eight and 95, but Maybe it was the new quarterback. I don't even know what the guy's name's J- uh, Jake Lutton, Luton, <laughs> something like that. I don't actually know how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. So, hey, maybe that's what he needed, right? A guy to just throw him the ball. So, I, w- I would hope. I mean, this is the what you hope for DJ yeah. Chuck for the entire year, right? I mean, you know that he's capable of it. He did it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he has been so up and down. I know you're going to say that we need to see another week. Uh, is that would I'd that be enough? Him. If he did one more week, would that be enough for you to put him back in the lineup? I, I'd probably put him in the lineup now. I think he's a talented enough player. I, I've always thought that, and it's just for some reason wasn't happening. But I think I'd I'd be playing Shark most on right. most teams. Not every team, not every team, but most teams. He, he probably gets his like a third receiver. Here's another one I want, and he's the next one up. But Jerry Judy finally having a breakout game, if you want to call it that. Drew Locke doing well, if you remember from what we talked about earlier. Seven catches for 125 yards and a touchdown. Where does he factor in to your decision-making as far as – I mean, he's probably on waivers for a lot of people too. Um, yeah, he's rostering 61% of leagues. Is this a breakout game or is this just, hey, you know, you're a talented rookie and you got one good game, but I don't, I don't trust you? I don't quite trust you yet because I think it's still the Atlanta thing where Atlanta hasn't been great. It doesn't I'd say it, him and Locke are kind of tied together where I, I still need to see a little bit more from, from them. Obviously Judy should be on a roster, but I, and in some situations I would play him, but not all. I actually have a team where I put him in the lineup here or there this year. Don't love to, but I could see it and I could see a situation where you're playing, but I'd rather just see a little more consistency before I'm putting him in my lineup every week. I just need consistency. Uh, some other names, Curtis Samuel, solid, solid outing again. That's the two weeks in a row. He's actually been pretty good. So good to see Terry McLaurin 
good seven for 115 touchdown dk metcalf just another solid seven for 108 and a touchdown just he's just good you know keenan allen solid aj brown solid will fuller good game juju gets himself a touchdown good to see that brandon cooks so a lot of you know there's a lot of good wide receiver games today you know a lot of these guys just had pretty solid outings here nothing too crazy nelson aguilar that's a name that again gets himself a big touchdown yeah, he's been kind of quietly putting together a year. Besides for week eight, where I don't know if he was hurt or what, because he zeros across the board. I can't remember if he played, but um, I, but other than that, he's actually been very good for the past four weeks when he did play. He's been double digits in every single one of them. You know, he's got to be a name that you that you think about now because I mean, it, you know, it, what, <laughs> what else do you do? I mean, he's only rostered in fifteen percent of leagues. So when it I, comes to I waivers, that uh, to jump yeah. up. Yeah, when it comes to the waivers tomorrow, he honestly probably has to be on the list. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't think there's any way around it. The the other one I do want to mention or or go back to, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks have been very good of of late. Like Brandon Cooks finally felt like he got back into it. How do you view Will Fuller <laughs> and Brandon Cooks? Say if you own both of them, are they good enough where you would start both of them or is that still dicey territory with Texans being very volatile offense? I feel like that's a little, I think it's a little dicey. Um, I'd feel more comfortable with Fuller right now. Um, I, I don't think I'd, I can't, I don't want to start both of them. I have no problem starting either of them in separate situations. I just don't, I wouldn't want to start both of them. Actually. I don't think there's enough there on most weeks to really put you over the edge with two Texans wide receivers. Yeah. And Will Fuller, as, yeah. as you said, is, obviously the the better option he is on a six game streak where he's caught uh, a touchdown half of those games he went for over 100 yards receiving so he has yep. been their their clear-cut number one uh brandon cooks on the other hand has been up and down very good but three out of the last four games he's caught a touchdown um you know it it feels like they're finally figuring out how to kind of do it without deandre hopkins you know obviously not as good as when he was there but they're spreading the ball around a little yeah. more now. Speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, he's one of my disappointments for the week. Three three catches for 30 yards off three targets. And you get that good of a game from Kyler and DeAndre, you think would be a big part of it, but he wasn't. So not not great there. Some other oh, disappointments here. DJ Moore, two catches, 18 yards. So DJ Moore, was it last week where he caught two for 55 and one of those was just a like a 40-yard play right at the end of the in, in the last drive in the fourth quarter? So that's two weeks in a row where DJ Moore has just given you pretty much absolutely nothing. So yeah, that's um, not loving that. No, I mean what we know, we knew that about the Panthers receivers, especially you wonder about McCaffrey coming back if that really zaps you know the wide receivers again. Um, it felt like they finally got their feet under him when he was you know out, uh, but they're up and down, and you can't really predict it either because yeah. touchdowns are very kind of uh those are just sporadic for the wide receivers at least and Chris Samuel has been doing well as DJ Moore has not so I don't know if that's a one or the other they can't support two at once but that's why it's very difficult to play those guys and feel really really good about it the other one that is disappointing that we thought they would have a big game um is the Vikings wide receiver so Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen Neither of them did all that well, but obviously, once again, Delvin Cook show. Well, what happens if Delvin Cook keeps doing this? Well, it's not even just Delvin Cook today. 
This is a part of it was Irv Smith, man. It was Irv Smith stealing those two touchdowns of only his two catches. I think, I think two catches, 10 yards, two touchdowns. If I remember, I mean, that's part of it, but yeah, Delvin cook, the Delvin cook thing, I think is the bigger factor, honestly, because the Irv Smith ones that that could go, you know, that could, that's random, but the Delvin cook thing is they're going to ride Delvin cook all, all the time. Why not? Until, until it's stopped, they're going to run the ball. I don't think they really want to put into Kirk cousins hands very much, you know? You know, I, I don't think they're that confident in it. Um, yeah, honestly, as long as they're playing like this and Delvin Cook can run the ball like he is and they can continue to go to it, yeah, Jefferson and Thielen's numbers might suffer at times. You know, not all the time, but it, it really it really might. I think this it could be a thing um, until teams can actually, you know, maybe they'll come up and try to stop Cook. And if they do that, it might open up Thielen and Jefferson again, but no one's doing it yet. So. We'll see see how that plays out, but Cook's just too good. So how about tight ends? Talk about Irv Smith there. He was the number two tight end on the week with just two catches, but there for touchdowns. Number one tight ends, Travis Kelsey. Are we surprised? No, not really. He's... I, I will say this. The only reason I'm surprised is the way he did it. Like yeah, when you no, say that he has 15 points or, or caught a touchdown. Yeah, no, no touchdowns. And catches for 159 yards. Yeah. I mean, PPR guys are yeah. – even well, they wish he got a touchdown, but well, still, that is unbelievable. Because the way tight end works, all of the next guys got touchdowns, and that's the only reason they're here. So, everybody, yeah, yeah. John or Smith, we said Jimmy Graham got himself a, a touchdown. So he's because none of these guys have uh, started at Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham at 11.5 in standard. So, if you think of these next, like, I don't even know, eight, nine guys all have a touchdown, you know, they didn't really put up many points or, <laughs> you know, many t- actual catches. It's Jimmy Graham, it's Ingram, TJ Hawkinson, Jonas Smith, Darren Waller. So it's at least names, you know, it's good names that got touchdowns. But then Eric Ebron, I should have had Eric Ebron in my lineup this week, Jeff, and I just oh, couldn't do it. My, oh, oh, you did? I, I laughed because I was like, we, because I had to do it in another league. And I was like, oh, Ebron well, kind of touched that. I don't I feel wish bad about doing it now. I'd have a shot to win tonight in my <laughs> game if I would have just got over my prior. Um, hatred but i couldn't do it <laughs> couldn't do it uh, daryl daryl daniels shows up here with 8.1 points up one for 21 <laughs> it's good old daryl daryl daniels right yeah and good old Taysom hill their yeah. game isn't even done yet but he's already got almost seven points so he's gonna be i guess <laughs> as a know, tight end i guess i didn't really pay attention to who kyler murray threw his touchdowns to so he threw the one to daryl daryl daniels there and then max williams shows up as well down here so yep. that's where they were going um yeah, so there's some, you know, some guys that caught touchdowns, some disappointments. I guess it's guys that have been disappointing us a lot lately. Hunter Henry, Mark Andrews again. Uh, that Mark Andrews, he's just not the same player as last year. And it's not him, I think. It's just this office and offense in general is different. They're not putting up with the points they did, but I don't think they care. They're winning games, right? So yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter. And you know, we're just not going to get that, I feel like. Well, okay, even with this though, this is how ridiculously poor the tight end position has been. So he's going to have three weeks in a row where he's done next to nothing. And this will obviously drop him a little bit. But even before that, he was ranked the fifth best tight end. So it just shows you that I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> it's a complete yeah, I don't either. It's a complete crapshoot if you don't have Kelsey. Yeah. yeah, tight end man. It's just it's not it's not great now with Kelsey. That's pretty much it. And oh, us former Kittle owners are disappointed in life because of this. <laughs> he was supposed to be that other guy, but all right. I think that's gonna do it for Week Nine recap. Yeah, we still got still got Saints and Bucks going on. It's still thirty-one nothing. Wow, 
Do you, do you have that game up right now? The, yeah. The two things I want you to check on is uh, how Michael Thomas is doing right now and how in, uh, Antonio Brown is doing. All right. So Michael Thomas, if I pull this up, Michael Thomas has five catches, 51 yards. So nothing crazy, but it's still third quarter, two minutes left in third quarter. So at least he's involved, uh, you know, to start, but not as not former big Michael Thomas numbers. No, but, but still, well, five receptions does lead the team. Yeah, so it's still, yep, it's still it does there. Say something. So Antonio Brown, I saw him targeted a couple times and he's caught three. Um, three balls for 31 off five targets, which is actually, I think the team lead with a couple others. Gronk has five wow. targets. Godwin has five targets. Evans has four targets. Fournette has four targets. Jones has four targets. So there we go. That's the whole, the whole worry of Antonio Brown and all these weapons is it's just going to be a mixture. And today's just, it's, it's going <laughs> to everybody and no one's doing anything. I was so going to say the same like thing. It's not, she's not boating well for what's going to happen in the yeah. future because they're, they're throwing up a big old donut at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And then the running game for the bucks right now is three carries for Jones for nine yards and one carry for, for net for zero yards. So don't know what happened to the bucks tonight. Uh, ugly, ugly game. So, all right, that'll do it though for today. We'll be back tomorrow. We're talking some waiver wire. Talk to you then.